Newcastle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Tuesday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we welcome him back in studio, man. Welcome back. Thank you. It's It's been a day or two. It has been a minute. I mean, the last time you were in here, the roof was leaking. Yeah. You know how long that's been? It's rained hard today. I had to make sure that I looked up every now and then, make sure it wasn't on my head. Yep. Yep. We ended up, uh, the last uh, evolution of the leak was... Uh, we actually had a water cooler in here, you know, the big rolly ones that mm-hmm. at gas stations you flip the plastic lid up and get the get the thirty six ounce. Yeah, that thing out there. Yeah, we had it in here. Nice. And during a show it would collect about three inches. No kidding. Yeah. I mean it was like Seattle in here. It's like collecting rainwater. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was raining like Seattle in here. <laughs> but uh but you have a lot's happened since uh since the last time you were in here. Um the Tampa Bay Lightning won the the Stanley Cup last night. The Lord Stanley Cup. I saw that. That's good for them. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, especially their... for Stamkos. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's been playing a very long time. I totally. I was like, is that the mascot? Or... No, he he's a very long. I think he's only ever been with Tampa Bay too. That's kind of cool. It's the second time in their franchise that they've won the yeah. award uh, or won the Stanley Cup. And uh, and I'll be honest, I'll, I'll go on record saying this is probably the only day that they're going to be front page news in their own city. Probably so. Tan, you know, Tom Brady's lunch, what he has for lunch or how he did on <laughs> Wednesday's practice is, is probably takes the cake in, in Tampa. Oh, yeah. It definitely ain't what the Bucks are doing. I'll say that. No. Or the rest of the Bucks. No. I don't know. Maybe they're not terrible. Uh, NBA, uh, the finals are set. You know, Miami and the Lakers. I think that dynamic's going to be pretty fun to watch. The the former, the last time the Heat were there, LeBron was on the roster. Now LeBron's with the Lakers. The whole dynamic, Jimmy Butler versus Anthony Davis. Da, 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 da. I have to go with the Lakers. I think you have to. I mean, it's it's two versus one. Yeah. I mean, the second guy in Miami is probably and there's other guys that ha- have had good games and had good postseasons, but the the guy you're gonna say is the the two guy the the Robin if you will, is is Andre Iguodala. He's been in six straight finals. I mean that's a thing, but it's still there's a reason why he's moved around teams. I mean he's just not irreplaceable. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah. Anyway, I think I think it's the Lakers in six. I've I've been putting that out there, but. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's going on. College football's back. Uh, your Mountaineers are one and one. Yes, that is correct. And uh, my Vols are one and zero oh after nearly, nearly handing it over to South Carolina. I I, I think that's going to be par for the course this year. Well, I think I think Rust like you're not going to see a bad scrimmage. Jeremy Pruitt get angry and ri- wringing his hands in a press conference, and then we're going to get it fixed the next scrimmage. You didn't have it. No, I, you just get after. I think it and the SEC the is just going to beat up on each other this year, and I think it has a lot to do with, hey, let's do something different. Why not? It's a it's it's a weird season, so let's just have some fun. Yeah, I mean, look what Kiffin did with two quarterbacks on look, the field. Look what Leach did. Yeah, Leach is yeah. the dude, man. 
Uh, we need to talk about that because that's just that's just crazy in its own right. And then the SEC shorts, the uh, annihilation of LSU <laughs> in the days and, and weeks to come is going to be pretty epic. But um, NFL is underway. I think I don't think NFL was underway the last time we mm-hmm. we were talking. No. I swear it's like you've been gone for so long. Everything's back too. It's everything, and and there's NBA in football season, which is like weird. And like NBA is going to finish up, and then come around Christmas time, here comes college basketball. So it's kind of and I'm interested too with how how these things are going to start their seasons back up because like hockey normally ends in like May, yeah, maybe maybe the end of May, and they turn around and. Then they are they're starting back up like right now, so I'm kind of wondering how they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the epic question through every sport. You know, do you play? Okay, you you push football in a lot of cases. They've pushed college football to the spring. Or are you going to play two seasons in one calendar year? Right. I think it's going to be kind of a it it, it may be a three year plan to get back on track because you can see that because there has to be a certain amount of gap or or else I don't know maybe it's like overtime for us normal folk you know maybe it's just like hey it's a rough year got to work a lot of overtime to get it there it I've seen this and it. it'll <laughs> it'll make teams like Dallas and Tampa Bay they'll struggle in year two at the end. Because they've had such a long season. Oh, you're talking about for the NHL? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Maybe it'll be good for the Preds. Maybe it'll be good for your uh, your. Uh, it it normally is because you exit early. Next season, you've still got some rest, and now you're getting back into it. And you've got these other teams that played better, but man, they're 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 tired and they're hurting, struggling. And, yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, I know I'm I'm interested in uh, in what that's going to look like as far as just just how every sport kind of you know mitigates that that move because basketball is the same boat. Yeah, I mean, norm, absolutely. Normally they're kicking off around around Christmas. Well, they're not going to get done until October, and then they're going to turn around and, and kick it off because again preseason and getting everything kind of churned up starts in. November. Yeah. Well, if you're not done till October, that's kind of quick turnaround. But what else? What else? So Major League Baseball postseason starts today. Uh, so the 60 game push has completed for all teams, which I think is epic. I mean, the fact that you could not bubble up and get it done. Now there was it wasn't without potholes and and ditching it every now and again, but. Uh, they got it done. 60 games in. They've got a, a big slate, 16-team playoff bracket, and, uh, and and it all starts today with the American League. So I think that covers the gamut. NFL's back. College football's back. Now, college football's been going for officially four weeks, but one week in, in my book because it's just when, every, when all the big boys – because Big 12 played a plus one, so they played the Tulsa's yeah. and, the, and the smaller schools. So, again, that was preseason in my book. Uh, but football's back officially wide open last week going into this week. Uh, NFL is, is off and running. Pretty good little uh, sample size, if you will, three weeks into the season. You kind of know what you know. Um, I guess – and then Tampa Bay, they just finished the hockey season. For a long time, we had a lot of sports all at one yeah, time. Yeah, all at one time. But anyway, anyway, let's uh, let's let's kind of stick with uh, – let's kind of stick with uh, – with foosball, I guess. 
Foosball. Let's let's start with football. Uh, week three of the NFL just came to a close, and and Mahomes and Lamar Jackson was on Monday Night Football. You tell me two more fun guys to watch, and I'll I'll listen. They they definitely finally put together a good Monday night, um, especially with those two because those two they're electric and they they just take the game into their own hands. I mean, I I was watching some of the highlights whenever we were sitting in here, and I mean, Mahomes just he can just throw that ball forever. Well, and at the flick of a wrist, that's, yeah, that's what kills me with Mahomes. Um, do you think it was weird at all that uh, I mean? There was, like, nobody there. Do you think that had an impact last night? Because I, I don't know. I, I feel like those are two guys. If there's if there's guys in the league that feed off of that, that momentum, that crowd noise, that that drive, they're young enough to for that still to matter. I, I don't know that the Drew Breeses of the world, the Aaron Rodgers, the the Tom Brady's, I'm pretty sure they're, they're just system-oriented. Right now, I don't know that it's affecting anybody, to be honest. And, and I say that because I've watched a few games through three weeks, and I haven't really seen that many false starts. I'll you'll catch a offsides every now and then by somebody who's just trying to jump the snap, but I think for the most part, nobody being there has just helped the game flow. And not that I'm saying that that's what they need to do from now on because that's terrible and it's a horrible idea, <laughs> but. It's you, you don't have that crowd noise, you don't have that distraction, and you don't have that the, the hard count a lot of times played on the fact that it was going to be loud. You know, I can remember the Steelers practicing the hard count, getting ready to go to play the Colts because that place gets loud inside there. And so they would have to practice the hard count, practice not having a cadence and things like that. And you don't have that right now because it's not loud. Um, I I could see maybe indoor places being a little loud, maybe crowding, you know, like the the sidelines. But as far as like an outdoor place, I bet that place you can hear a pin drop. And I mean, are, and are are they still announcing things? Well, I've heard they. I mean, I've heard they are. Now I don't think it's full blown like every play, <laughs> right? But uh, you know, I, I've in some of the pregame stuff like. You know, reporters being on the sideline, I've heard PA guys, you know, test one, two. Test. So they're testing the, the equipment. So, oh. Yeah. But I, I will say this. I, I think it's it's probably weird because there, there's been players that say, you know, I'm sitting here warming up and I can hear coaches on both sidelines yeah. talking. Um, and and I, I think they do, they're doing a pretty good job, I think, of the home TV side of it. There's enough roar and little noise that they're they're kind of piping in. Yes. That even I've though you know that. it's fake, it somewhat just normalizes with yeah. me. You you I haven't one time sat there thinking, this is dumb. I can hear noise and things like that. It's just for me, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean I don't think I've seen or I've not heard a network that just over the topped it. Like if they kick a field goal, there's like oh, Yeah. But but I mean it's nothing nothing crazy. Did you see what I shared on Facebook about Denver? No, but they, I don't know that I'm interested. The cardboard cutouts. Oh, the South Park guys. South Park. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Have you, and they're wearing masks, <laughs> which made it better. I don't know. Um, there was one place that, like, 
you could buy one, like you could buy a cardboard. I know Denver did I that. I heard they for, were expensive. So Denver did it, and it was like because I checked into it real quick and then checked right out of it. But it was like two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's still cardboard, but they would mail it to you. I mean, that's one thing. Yeah. I know in some baseball stadiums they were like, you know, something like if you got hit, like it, it something happened. I feel like they've done the best they can with that that game. Yeah. You, you kind of have to. I mean, if what you're going to put you do, targets right? out there, you kind of have to have some kind of incentive to hit the cardboard targets. Yeah, it's like a home run derby every time. Yes. Yeah, I like it too. I'd be interested in that. <laughs> I wish they I wish they had done that at the Smokies. I probably could have afforded one at the Smokies. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, what What is uh, – we're staying on football here. What has kind of surprised you uh, about – football to this point uh, there's i'll give you kind of mine and then i'll let you kind of run with yours to me it does not surprise me that mitch trubisky is benched zero but what surprises me is that they're three and oh and he's benched they announced it this morning nick Foles starting starting guy uh yeah yeah ain't that something a little backup nick. It's happening again yeah they'll super bowl ready i mean <laughs> you, you can hear it now duh bears but uh that surprises me a little bit. Um, honestly, uh, the the potency, yeah, look like that word. Uh, the potency of the Chiefs' offense. I know they're the reigning Super Bowl champs, so it shouldn't surprise me. But Andy Reid's never been one that really keeps it together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's normally like shuffling pieces. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's a monster. He's just a stud. And then Mahomes is – he is validating uh, the last two seasons. You know, the near the near make it to the Super Bowl, last year's Super Bowl championship, and then even last night, athletically, he just matched up toe-to-toe with Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP, and said, listen, dude, uh, you can keep it for this year, but it's mine now. Yeah. And and so uh, their their dynamic side is, is pretty explosive to me. And then the, the – uh, there's one more. And if for whatever reason, I'm drawing a blank. Denver being as bad as they are really bugs me, but uh, it's it's not without reason. I mean, I think they're a, young. Well, they're real banged up too. I mean, yes. they don't have Lamar or they don't have uh, Lamar Miller. Uh, they don't have uh, Drew Locke. Then their backup for Drew Locke got hurt, and they brought yeah, in a guy they're, they're who I'm beat up. They're young. I'm pretty sure his last name Spitz. I mean, I feel like when you, yeah, yeah, that's either a guy that came in for the Broncos or that you you buy stuff from the side of the gas station yeah. I don't know but anyway uh oh oh another thing that that's just like is uh is the the bucks I'm sitting there and I'm like they're kind of good but they're kind of hard to watch yeah it right now I think they're reaping the benefits of their division I don't I don't necessarily think that they're going to be great this year, but they're definitely better than I think anybody in the AF or with the NFC South. New Orleans is too suspect right now. They are pretty suspect, but man, Alvin Kamara is a freak, ain't he? Oh yeah. He he is the bright spot right now on that team. I mean, he he is just out there getting it done and making it look good too. Oh, oh I remember what my third one was. The Falcons. How bad the <laughs> Falcons are! Like the bad thing is, is they're they're just good enough that if you're a Falcons fan, you're like, man, we've turned a corner this week, man. We're good. We got this thing squared up. 
third and fourth quarter comes and it's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, it. They now I, the the bigger so question sad. is is so like yesterday, uh, the 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 Clippers, the L.A. Clippers in the NBA, they part ways with Doc Rivers. I saw that. I would have fired Dan Quinn well before I fired Doc Rivers. Agreed. Because at least Doc, and not not that that's apples to apples. I mean, it's the NBA. It's it's many years of nearly being there, but not getting over the hump. Not even being the best team in your town. Da 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 da. But Dan Quinn, I mean, honestly, if I'm the GM, which there's a lot of reasons I'm not, <laughs> but uh, if I'm the GM, after that Super Bowl deal, he always comes to the plate with two strikes. Yes. All the time. I think so, And then too. now he is flat just – and I'm not saying it's all on Dan Quinn, but when you're the head guy, you reap all the benefits and you get all the blame. It's just the way it works. Um, if the quarterback's bad, it's your fault. If the quarterback's good, it's his fault. <laughs> so it's it's that's the way it works. But he is squandered, and that's probably the best way I can put it in, in clean terms. He has squandered three straight games. Yeah, and that's, and that's just a total – And two of them was at home. Yeah. When when you score 39 points, you're supposed to win ball games. That's and he's just, a defensive guy. Yeah, that's just how it is. I mean, he's Legion of Boom 1.0. And I, and I don't know what that looks like where if you've scored that many points, what are you doing on defense? I mean, are you even lining up? Are you giving them short fields? I mean, wh- what is happening – to where you can you can let go of that many points that fast. Do you think do you think Dan Quinn gets a gets a pass because of COVID? No, I no. don't. I, I think the Falcons are one of those teams that they want success, and it's not something that they want overnight. But at the same time, they don't want to be the Browns. I'm just like the NFL's always, and there's always a guy in the woodwork you don't know about. But I'm like, I understand, but where do you go? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you go? You're going to have to go a coordinator route. I don't know that the Falcons' job is going to pull anybody from anywhere, unless you've got talent on that roster, especially the offense. I mean, you've got Julia Jones. Wait, Julio, Julio. Well, not just you, him. Calvin never, Ridley. You've never seen the, the Calvin show Ridley's this. actually been outperforming Jones. This season. Well, if you know, and and people, you know, Julio is one that everybody's like, oh, it's Julio, oh, it's mm-hmm. Julio. He's been in the league a minute. Yeah, you know, he's got a lot of mileage on him. And then they they need a good running back, Matt, Matty Ice. I think I think if they change coaches, look for Matty Ice to potentially be on the move. I could see that. I just I feel like new new coach is going to need a new leader. And yeah. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, but. Uh, I don't know. That's about the, all the storylines that I know in the NFL. What about what about the Vegas Raiders open the uh, the Death Star there, and, uh, and and they're not even the coolest stadium to open this year. Oh wow! SoFi Stadium in LA is that not like? Have you seen it? Mm-mm. So it, you need to Google pictures of it because one, it looks like somewhere you're going to have the Academy Awards. I mean, it's like in LA. It's it's top notch. It's got this weird like. It's a roofed building, but it's all skylights, so it's really cool. Their their rap or whatever similar, like they took the Falcons and Bristol and made it one. They literally have a it's instead of a round like the Falcons did, it's like an like an egg shape, 
oval is the proper word that I couldn't come up with. But and it's two sided. Really? You can there's screens on both sides of it. That's cool. So whether you're low, you look to the inside, and if you're high, you look to the outside. That's like, well, cool. During the break, we'll we'll Google some images. But the cool thing is, and this is just engineering and and modern marvel, like things you can do when you have equipment, right? Yeah. They had to dig a hundred feet into the ground because if they build it straight on top of the ground, the airplanes that come into LAX couldn't come in. Huh. It would be in their airspace. Wow. I mean, they couldn't. It wasn't that they couldn't come in. They would just be like that far away from the, and I, I use my hand. It would be that just far away. put a metal plate on it so the wheels can touch down every time. I just figured they didn't want, you know, it's third down. Oh, that'd be great. Shaking the building. But, dude, it's it looks awesome. Now, granted, it houses both the Rams and the the, uh, the Chargers, uh, which one of them has maybe they the, those are two of the most lackluster uniforms in the NFL right now. But anyway, my opinion, not everybody's. But um, that's about it. I like the Raiders' place. I mean, I think it looks cool, and it being in Reno or I'll being check in, it out in Vegas, I've seen it either. It's all black on the outside. That's why I call it the Death Star. Uh-huh. It's awesome. It's Allegiant Stadium. Um, it's pretty cool looking, but like I said. Uh, the the SoFi Stadium in uh, in LA, you know how much it cost? Hmm. Cowboys Stadium, two billion dollars. SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, five billion. You know dollars. that Jerry Jones will be up in the ante because he can't be outdone by LA. Yeah, he what he's going to do is since he's already got Cowboys, he's going to make two little little. Uh, him and Disney's going to go in together, and they're going to put two pods on the top of Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> that way, from the air, it looks like Mickey's face. That's awesome. I mean, it could happen. You can make it work. But anyway, while we uh, get back on the wagon and I show him SoFi Stadium, we're going to take a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to break down college football, talk to Jeffy Mack about his Mountaineers, and then what he thought about the Vols. Because, again, uh, mixed reviews coming out of week number one. The half-full guys, like I sit with, uh, says, you know, we stopped ourselves. Other people think possibly uh, a long road to hope. So, anyway, we'll talk it on the flip. You're listening to the Tuesday edition right here, 100.9 FM, 8.50 a.m. and streaming at WKBL.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 a.m. Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blunt County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville. 
a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And 
And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Tuesday edition. Jeffy Max return to the WKBL studios. Man, it's uh, it's been fun. He is now versed in SoFi Stadium and Allegiant Stadium, both of which he is. I mean, what what your initial take? Which one uh, is your is your pick? Allegiance. I like that one better. Is it because you can get there for ninety nine bucks? That's that's pretty awesome. It does help. Yeah, you don't have to worry about California, which no. I feel like that's like honestly, you have to you you ha- there's some what do you call it concessions you got to give up to even go to California these yeah. days. I mean, it's just woo. you know it was one of those things where it used to be I was interested in trying to make it out to California. Now, you know, I think I would like to not uh, anymore. <laughs> I think I would like to like. In, on my way somewhere, you know, like going to Hawaii or whatever, which I don't really know that I'll ever go there. But, uh, you know, you kind of stop in L.A., like in a crossover, you look out the window, oh, there's L.A., jump on the next flight and go. Like I, could do, I could do that. I'd be all right with that. I'll be honest, though. If I could, like, teleport into SoFi Stadium and then back out, I would because it I'd just be okay looks that, that epic. It looks that epic. But uh, anyway, anyway, you like Allegiant because it's all black, don't you? Ah, it looks awesome. You know how hard – I mean, I'm just a keep-it-clean kind of guy. <laughs> Do you know how hard it's going to be to keep that from, like, fading stupid fast? I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. That's up to them, and that's yeah. why they get paid good. That, yeah, that's exactly right. You imagine being that guy up there, you know, and you're in the middle of the desert, so, you know, the crosswind of all that sand and up the, up that high, it's probably all over you, and you're like, I knew I should have called in today. <laughs> spray paint in the you know side with being out there i mean i'm sure it's probably sunny all the time you think that'd be an opportunity to throw a bunch of solar panels on the top and never I mean, know never know all that all that black could be solar panels i just don't know it. yeah i don't think it is but you I mean, think they do that sir you've seen the the vehicles that they vehicles that's uh, tell me if that didn't step me back about 20 years but uh did you see? Have you seen where you can get your vehicle coated, ceramic coated? Really? It's a uh, ding reduction, like uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a three and a five year coating. Huh? Yeah. Ask. Uh, there's a guy at work. He just bought a new Supra. He had his coated. I'm like, how'd they how'd they hook it up to dip it? Anyway, nah. I'm just. <laughs> but anyway, it's a little car, so I mean, Plasty honestly, dip. about four of us could probably dip that thing. But your Hot Wheels is clean. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, them wheels won't turn, but you're ready to go, buddy. But uh, anyway, I'm just I, I'm off the reservation. Yeah, okay. But you're back. I mean, it's we like, haven't done it in a while. It's like a reunion. But uh, but uh, so anyway. <whistles> meanwhile, back at <laughs> the ranch. But uh, college football, college football, kind of kind of gave the precursor that that's where we were going to go next. What'd you think about what'd you think about opening weekend? Like what give me give me a couple surprises and a couple that's what I expected to happen. Are you talking about your opening weekend or just I mean, I feel like we're to agree. It's the truth. But anyway, no, well, however, I do agree. however you want to go with it. The the first week it was fun to watch West Virginia beat up on, I think, Eastern Kentucky. The Colonels, I mean, yeah. Remember, hey, who who told you what their mascot was? Huh? That was fun, but for the most part, I didn't, I didn't care for any of those games. Really, it's, honestly, you watch those games just to see what the backup this looks like, what the yeah. backup that looks like, and then honestly, are are is your team consistent? Like, yeah. can they continue that, to score? That was that was all that was. So, so I agree. This was definitely week one because. 
I, I didn't. I watched the Florida game, so, West so Virginia, and then I watched Tennessee. So you're not you're you weren't you're not saying you, your first week doesn't come till the Big Ten cranks up. No. Good. 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 Or the Pac-12 because we might have had to take another break. I'm just no. Saying. I'm just kidding. Well, the thing it, is, they're not going to start up till about Thanksgiving. So uh, that's that's yeah. good for them. It, my my big surprise coming out of the front was was one of the ra- the rankings. Yeah. That they even tried. Honestly, they should have not even tried because it's been so inconsistent. They've got teams ranked that should not be ranked because. But you know, from Louisiana, you know those those kids are loving that though. Oh, I'm sure, and and, and good for them. Yeah. But in in the world of practicality, because you know, 20 years from now, I'll be like, yeah, I was part of that raging Cajun team. It was number 19. In the yeah. Country. I mean, do they play anybody? Well, I mean. In tw- in COVID, I mean, because everything's COVID. Because of COVID, they they play just as many as everybody else does. I mean, they no, beat no. Georgia Southern by two points. Heck yeah, they did. Hey, that's a traditional power. Yeah, in Georgia, it, Southern, 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 the Georgia? Southern part of Georgia. Uh, anyway, uh, but but what my my two big shockers for the from the weekend, and it, it didn't one of them shocked me more than the other. And the one that shocked me the most probably was K-State over Oklahoma. And the reason that surprised me is because yeah. they beat them yet last year. You know, that should have been a a resurgent. This ain't happening again. You came to our place. We're taking care of business. And I think for the better part of the first half, that was the game. And then for whatever reason, at halftime, they said, let's knock this thing in neutral and coast this one out. And K-State didn't, didn't have that same no. plan. What do you think about that? And I mean, what what kind of shot in the arm is that for the new coach at K State? You know, I mean, I mean that, he's been there a few years. But. I think that's going to really build them up. I think it's going to bring Oklahoma back down to earth. Um, I I see them being a lot tougher coming out of this. I I think that's going to be a wake up call for them because um, Lincoln Riley's a good coach and he's going to make sure that offense scores forty points a game. I mean, that's just going to be how it is. Mm. But K State, I think will will they'll this they'll build off this. Yeah, I don't think K State's like a world beater, and they're going to come out of this game and just knock down the Big Twelve. But and and, and you know Oklahoma has has done this before. A year ago, yep. they lose to this team, and then they just go on a tear. and And I think they lose one more game the rest of the season. Yeah. So I, um, and I see that again. Yeah. I, so I it just shocked me that you know fool fool me once shame on you, fool me twice shame on me. And uh, I feel like you know it happens in Manhattan, Kansas. You know that's a that's a scary place to play. That's that's kind of one of those win in Rome situations that they can get hot at home. But when they went to Norman, and I mean the the whatever what do you call that thing the Boomer Sooner? Yeah, that little it didn't turn over Saturday. So, so I don't know. And what I happened. think I I actually I will put this upset on COVID. Really. And and the reason I will is because I think if you've got a full rocking house, I think Norman's it's a, different a little story. different. Yes. Uh, I will say with a guy like Spencer Rattler, you shouldn't lose a, a ball game. I think you're going to see more of this in other conferences too, especially I, I, Mike Leach. Yes, yeah, yeah, at LSU exactly because that was my next that was my next monster that that went down and it did not surprise me in the least. No, like my buddy uh, Skeeter from Thornhill. He texted me and he said, "Upset pick of the day, Mississippi State over LSU." Which I'd been thinking it all week that hey, the, and I actually think I might have said it last Friday on this show. Uh, 
watch out for Mississippi State to scare the fire out of LSU. Yeah. And I, I guess LSU didn't hear that, and uh, and they just couldn't. They should have been listening. They couldn't have recovered. Like, <laughs> here's the problem. I thought LSU was giving it all they had. They just didn't have it. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the thing is, is Tiger Stadium, you want to talk about home field advantage. Oh, yeah. The only thing that would have made that any tighter had there been people there is at night. Yep. You know, that that's that's literally a stadium that is registered on the Richter scale. That and and that's what we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a lot more of that. You know, you look at look at Georgia and Arkansas. At halftime it was five to seven. <laughs> five Arkansas. To seven. Yeah. And and I think we're gonna see a lot of scores like that. I think we're you know, at the beginning of the Florida Ole Miss game, you know, now granted Kiffin was running some gimmicky stuff, but it was working. It, you know that that two quarterbacks on the field at one time is it is it amazing like sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but is it is it amazing that when he was at alabama it was it was superior coaching and great game planning but hmm. when he's at ole miss it's gimmicky because you're not you're not the only person to call it that to me it was gimmicky everywhere it was just when you have it's it's almost like <laughs> i'm just going to use me and you okay if me and you run the 40-yard dash, it's going to look like two el- older fellas <laughs> running the 40-yard dash. But if you get like, I don't know, um, let's just say Kyler Murray. I'm trying to think of just really good-looking runners like Kyler Murray and um, Alvin Kamara. Okay? It doesn't matter. If they run the 40 backwards, it's going to look smoother. Mm-hmm. It's going to look better than we do. Yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing. It looks gimmicky because it's a little herky-jerky because they're really not that good. You know what I'm saying? But when he was at Alabama, he had guys uh, – I can't ever remember his first quarterback's name. You remember who I'm talking about? He was number nine. I'll look it up. But uh, anyway, they just made everything look smooth. Him and Jalen Hurts and those guys, I'm pretty sure you could do a double flea flicker, throw it over the mountain, you know, Uncle Rico style. And that play is going to look good for Alabama, but uh, yeah. no, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I thought I thought Kiffin threw the kitchen sink at him, and, uh, and and some of it stuck. And that's what it was. And I think you know because there was a couple, there was a double pass, yeah. you know, where one quarterback threw it to the other quarterback, who then threw it deep. And I mean, and it worked. You know, it got him got him right down inside the five. But at the same time, it only worked for so long, and. Ole Miss, for all the stuff that they were throwing at him on offense, that defense never. No, their their land sharks are more like. Um, I thought they changed their name. Yeah, the land sharks. Like yeah, that's everything official. still says Re- rebels. No, no, no. They're still the Ole Miss rebels, but the defense is known as the land shark. Defense. I thought they wholesale changed it. I just think I don't know that it'll ever stick to be the land sharks in Mississippi. If they don't change the name on the big thing up in the stadium, no, it ain't gonna change. <laughs> but uh, uh, is it bad that I'm kind of, and I don't know if I, I might, I may be black booked just by saying this in East Tennessee. Is it bad that I'm like closet kind of liking watching them though? It was fun to watch them because of the stuff that they were pulling. That was just, I you don't see it that often, and you were seeing it all the time in that game the reason i like the reason i'm somewhat one it's because we're not playing them point blank because i don't i don't need that kind of anxiety just to be <laughs> honest with you but is it bad that i'm just like you know what i'm going into every game expecting them to lose but if they scare the crap out of somebody or yeah. roll up and beat them 
Like, I know what that other team's felt like because I've been a Tennessee fan for my it whole life. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit for them to play spoiler a couple times and, this year. And I can't wait. I cannot wait till the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin, both of them chucking it all over the place. Now, that K.J. Costello for Mississippi State, I could be wrong, and he could have better games, but to me – he uh, he pretty much blasted onto the scene with his best game possibly of his college career, game number one. He threw for 620-something yards, uh, six or seven touchdowns. I mean, it was it was video game level. Wow. Let me, let me – it was 600-and-something yards, but it was, it was stupid level uh, numbers. I've got it. You already ahead of me? I had it uh, kind of sort of there. 623, five touchdowns, two picks. Wow. I feel like – and how many times did he throw it? Uh, 60. 60 attempts. That's just him throwing it. That's none of the rushing yeah. attempts. And they did rush the football. Yeah, he rushed a total of five times for negative 38 yards. Yeah, those are, those are the hold-it-too-long situations. <laughs> but uh, anyway – no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm really excited for what what football is bringing because and and you know maybe maybe I'm you know you ever you remember like back when you were a kid there was certain moments when everything was cool, yeah you know you go into a toy store and like everything is just perfect but then you get it home and you find out that oh I bought the cheap toy yeah you know like the trim is just kind of trashy I think college football because it's been away from us for so long that's where I'm at. Everything's pretty. Everything's awesome. I can see that. And I'm just excited for the next week, honestly. You know, uh, this Thursday night, the Broncos go ahead and get that uh, that uh, drama out of the way, and I can go on watching all the rest of the stuff that, that doesn't hurt me, doesn't break my heart. But uh, the Are they Bron- playing? I don't. I'm, oh, you're just I'm, saying that they play Thursday night. Hold on. Let me. I, I know who they play. I think it's the Jets. They ought to win that because the Jets are miserable. Did you say Art too? Yeah, yeah. So they should have won other games. They actually were leading in some of them. Yeah, I mean they're playing. They're playing the Jets. Yeah, at Jets, and Denver still has the line, so they're giving it to them because the Jets are a dumpster fire, a big green dumpster fire. Yep. You're you're just setting me up for failure. If I expect us to lose and we win, I'm really happy <laughs> on Friday, Jeff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you see me? I've, I've, I'll, I even play my own mind games. Yeah. But uh, anyway, anyway, but uh, no, I'm a, everything's awesome to me right now because, you know, a, there's, I've yet to be let down, I guess, by football. Now, everybody's like, you mean Jared Garantano didn't let you down? I'm sorry. If Jared Garantano still lets you down, <laughs> uh, you're, you're hanging on too long. You're, you're the, you remember in Wayne's World, uh, what, was, what was his girlfriend's name? Cassandra. No, 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 no! That was the one that he liked. I'm talking about the one that bought him a gun rack. <laughs> that would necessitate a gun, an entire uh, rack. Yeah. Oh, what was, was it? Sheila? Stacy. Stacy. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Like if if Jared Garantano still hey, Stacy. <laughs> if if Garantano still bugs you, you're yeah, Stacy. You're Stacy. You're Stacy. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, because that's a good call. <laughs> the thing is, is, is sometimes you, you know if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. No. That's what Jared Garantano is. He's not the best we can have. He's not the best we're gonna have. 
but he's the best we've got that's not COVID, that's not everything, that's actually seen a football field on a football Saturday. Yeah. So, anyway, that's where I'm at and that's where I live, but uh, everything's pretty. Is that is that a pretty fair statement? I think so, Are yeah. you in that same zone? Yeah, and, and, and honestly, it's just because I'm happy for football. It's just and, – and right now, I don't care what it was. That, those first two weeks – yeah, it was great that I got to watch West Virginia play. Second week, they were open, and we still didn't have SEC ball. So right. it was like, okay, so let's watch this one, and I don't care who wins. And we'll watch this one, and I don't care who wins. And I got to watch th- that that second week. The big game of the week was probably that Louisville and Miami game. Yeah, that's pretty good. Little and game it was though. a little game. It, it wasn't bad. Um, Miami's kind of surprising me a little bit. I didn't My- expect them to be where they're at. Miami's super athletic. And yeah. and I tell you what is not surprising me, Florida State's still trash. Ah, uh, yeah, bad, like terrible. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, Mike Norvell says, "Hey, Memphis, uh, is that contract fill up? <laughs> I'll come right on back." But anyway, hey, we'll come right on back after, on the flip side of the break. We're gonna move to MLB, Major League Baseball. The sixty-game stretch is over, and postseason starts today. We'll be back on the flip. You don't want to miss it. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lee Choir with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lee Choir, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lee Choir appreciates all Blunt County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lee with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. 
Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number 